Forget all about yesterday, it's in the past. Don't worry about tomorrow, you can't control the future. Focus on the present and cherish it because we're all just living one day at a time. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. Yo, what up, Will? How we doing? We're chilling, man. We're good. We're good. We love to hear um, it. Yeah. Um, before you get to the Minnesota part, because uh, we were talking about that earlier on the phone, Will, first question for you, man. Who Who is Will Gershon, my guy? Who Who is he? Who is Will Gershon? Will Gershon is the guy who pops up in your life for a little bit of time. Does does some crazy stuff and then just disappears. And then hopefully in a couple of years you look back and you're like, who was that guy? What what was he up to? Dude, that's dope, man. That's dope. <laughs> it's a little bit that of everything. Like, it works pretty well though. Dude, that sounds like a life that I'm willing to live, man. I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. You are uh you're like that one one kid in a uh, early two thousands movie, man. That, that, like that background character club. you just focus on, and you're like, "Wow, he he knows what he's he's up to," and then he just disappears. And dude, like the guy from, oh yeah, that's that's like, what he was up to. Like the guy from the Breakfast Club, man. Yeah, that's it. That's the dude. He's a G, man. He's a G. Shout yeah, out to sure. wherever he's at. That was a good movie. He's living his best life right now. I bet. Well deserved. Nice. That's what's up. Um, dude. Yeah. So how's Minnesota been, man? We haven't Minnesota seen each other since like, uh, yeah. I I love this place. It yeah. is it is phenomenal. That's awesome. Uh, people here, everyone's so kind. Um, I I'd say about one in every five cars is a Subaru and a Subaru Whoa. driver. Yep. Everyone here is so friendly though. It's it's great. I hey yo, shout out to Subaru. Subaru, they this is their market up here. Everyone drives a Subaru up here, and it is so funny to see. It's hilarious. It's it's like trucks, pickup trucks down in Texas. Everyone's That's got great. them down there. Now everyone up here That's has Subarus. It, it's great, dude. Just just imagine how much money Subaru Subaru alone is making from like that little town. <laughs> like, oh my gosh! And then multiply it by, and then multiply that by fifty. Without <laughs> a doubt. Yeah, they're making bank. Minnesota's yeah. great. I I would have stayed up here another year. However, it is too cold. Yeah, that's or it. How being long were from you? Texas, then Southern Indiana. It is. This is easily the coldest one I've ever seen. Would you rather say you'd rather be Indiana cold or Minnesota cold? See, Indiana, it's just like yeah, it's cold. It's like twenty five degrees. Yeah, it sucks. We got a big ice storm. You get that way for like three days, and then it's like, all right, back to normal. We got this. Yeah. That's we went through like six of those, except Ooh. instead of for three days, it was like three weeks. Holy cow, dude. Man. I think it was like two weeks ago, we got another three inches of snow. Oh, dang. They're looking around like, how is this possible? Yeah, that's insane. It, dude, it never this... ceases to amaze me. I. <laughs> Otherwise, it's phenomenal. I love it. Yeah, dude, that just like goes to show you how like how how much you appreciate something when you don't ever have it again. Like, like 
Like, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. <laughs> like, dude, that's insane, man. I, I, I realized, like, shit, this, this is the growing up job. Yeah. Life just hit me full tilt. Like, hey, we, we yeah. got to get all this ready for the next couple of years when, like, hey, properly, hey, you're living your life on your own now. Yeah. Dude, you're it, this is, this is, uh, I think this is how humans have, like, I don't know when you get when you get to be 18 and you're like you think you're an adult because you're going to college it's so much more different than uh, uh going from being the college student to being an actual adult dude you're, you're just transition. you're walking on like a straight path 180 degree line yeah and then there's just like a 90 degree down like down and they're like yo figure it out man <laughs> Our our life up to this point has been like the game of Mighty Guy. You you remember the game Mighty Guy? I Mighty Guy, yeah. <laughs> that you is finished, a perfect analogy for that. <laughs> you finished, yeah. It's exactly what it is, though. Because the first, you ever, did you ever beat it? I never beat it. No. Oh yeah. I'm not that good at video games. Dude, no, because the first part, there's like it's up to like five parts now. And the first part was was just getting to like this part of town, and then you like finish that first part by like jumping off a cliff or a building or something, and then oh, Fisher's um, building, yeah, and then it goes to the next one and the next yeah. one. Yeah, I think he's like he's in the volcano right now. Yeah, so uh, yeah, that really is life. Yeah, that is growing but, up. But each stage, yeah. That's kind of crazy too, man. Dude, are, are kids are kids up there? Wait, well, I don't know what kind of like teaching you do, but like, are kids up yeah. there as? as so, like, okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we um, think of it like a school group. A school says, "Hey, we want to take our fourth grade trip on a on a field trip to mm-hmm. learn more about the environment and just other stuff we wouldn't do in a classroom." Yeah. So they come to us and we rent out rooms. Um, I think it's like ballpark of 250. Can't think off the top of my head. 250 mm-hmm. per kid okay. for three days, two nights, all meals included, plus like just a wide variety of classes. Yeah. So they come in, they'll select like three to four classes that they want to do. Uh, usually it includes like a ropes course that we have here. Otherwise it's just outdoor learning. Here's things you wouldn't normally learn in a classroom. Here's just some basic life skills that here, here's how long you need to boil water to survive. Here's how long you need to, yeah, just various stuff like that. Dang. Yeah, dude. That's dope. It's a good time. Yeah. Every day is something brand new, which you will never see again. Yeah. Dude, you, you out here looking like Jesus, but with the <laughs> but, with, but with the mentality of Ron Swanson, man. <laughs> that's how you've been living your life the past yeah, two years. I couldn't have said it better. Wow, that's that's spot on. <laughs> yeah, hair, hair's gotten real long. Now I got a beard. Yeah. Proper beard. None of that, like, prepubescent scruff that was like, oh, Will, you just got a neck beard. Otherwise, yeah, you look a little patchy. Dude. Mine's kind of edgy. Yeah, yeah, you're solid over there. It's been, it's all neck though. It's, it's like just about connected with the mustache right in your, in your cheek muscle. Yeah, Yeah. it's, it's getting up there. 
but I usually keep it trimmed so because because it never grows out as bushy and like as big as I want it to. Yeah. So. Guy problems. Hashtag guy <laughs> problems. Guy problems. <laughs> It'd be like that sometimes, you know. I right after college ended, um, I just kind of took a year off and. I, yeah. I was a professional lifeguard for 40 hours a week. I watched people swim back and forth. It was like, this is the most mind-numbing job. I just got to show up, be sober enough for work, and then just like, all right, here we are. Let's yeah. we'll swim for eight hours. Let's, let's take care of this aquatics facility that Evansville just built. Man. And by that point, I was like, hey, I'm, I'm not really shaving anymore. Let's, let's just go for it. <laughs> I started taking biotin. I, I started doing all the beard oils. And then, oh, right, really? I got a, I'm a beard guy now. Oh, biotin beard. What does biotin do? Like, does it make your nails grow? Uh, yeah, biotin is just the yeah, it makes your hair and nails grow faster. No way, man. It- <laughs> See, I don't want to do it because I don't want my nails to grow out too long. Yeah. Like, once I get to a certain length, I'm just like, dude, these gotta come off. <laughs> I I developed a the nail biting habit back in uh, eighth grade because I, oh, I, I was an office aide. Oh, yeah. And it was like, you can't have your phone out. But I had it like fourth period, which in Texas is like, that's the lunch period. So you got oh, 30 yeah. minutes for lunch, but there's four groups. So if you don't have lunch, you're sitting there for nine, yeah, 90 <laughs> minutes. Yeah, that's insane. I couldn't stay there my phone out because I'm like, well, there's our, our secretary right there. I <laughs> she took yeah. it on me. <laughs> so I'm like, well, what else am I going to do? I decent enough student i don't need to do homework why, why, why do i sit there and do homework in school yeah that's, that's and, uh, i haven't dropped it since kids if you're listening please don't bite your nails it's terrible shout out to the kids hey, the kids hey this is uh uh this is life advice number one by wilger sean himself everybody <laughs> This my well, man right here. Growing up, please don't bite your nails, kids. It's it's not a healthy habit. Yo, that's Jesus talking, my guy. <laughs> it's funny you should say Jesus because recently I've been getting um, Aquaman a lot. Aquaman. They're like, well, you're you're the Aquaman guy. Some Jason Momoa. <laughs> Which is great because I uh, not nearly as buff as him, and that only started after my lifeguarding job. Oh yeah. After I was around the pool every day. Yeah, there we go, man. So kids, weigh out the out, weigh out the uh, cons and the pros. But if you want a beard, I say go for it. <laughs> Take some biotin. Hey, the world's full of nuance. If something works for you, hey, go for it. Yeah, yeah. Live yeah. your life however you see fit. Yeah, that's fantastic, dude. That's fantastic. Um, dude, I thought about this earlier today. Um, you think aliens are real? Oh, so before we dive into the aliens that we're thinking of, yeah, we'll get to that in a moment. I'll preface this with on a technicality. Yes, we've already found aliens because if we're counting aliens, just life on other planets, we found that little bacteria. Yeah. It's like, yeah, there, there's life on Mars. Yeah. Here we go. We did it, everybody. Yeah. Real talk, though. Yeah, of course there's aliens. Yeah, that's crazy to me, dude. What blows me away is that with everything the government's doing now, 
every now and then they'll just like, oh, look, Pentagon, they're about to release some documents about uh, unidentified objects we've found flying through our airspace we've never released before. And nobody said, nobody bats an eye. Everyone's just like, oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. But like, I think they're using it as some sort of distraction too. It, it's definitely a distraction. But the fact that we're not looking at that as like, look, the government's telling us aliens exist because they are telling us aliens exist. Yeah. <laughs> and we're just like, well, yeah, of course they are. <laughs> and then just we go about our lives. <laughs> That's the part to... that really blows me away. <laughs> Dude, they're trying to redeem their worthiness back. They're, <sighs> they're trying to be like, people don't trust in us anymore. How do we, How do we gain their trust? And they're like, Let's just tell them everything they want to know. <laughs> you know? Hey, y'all, you want, you want some aliens? Here's some aliens for you. <laughs> like, like, it's, it's a wild time, man. That's, I'll tell you. It, it is. It's, it's, I think had they done that maybe 10 years ago, it would have been the perfect catch for everybody. It, the world wouldn't, would have followed the government anywhere. Oh yeah. my gosh, that is so insane! But you've backed it up with proof. Let's let's follow this. Yeah, I think now though everyone's now kind of merged off into their own little own little thoughts on the world, and now like the government comes out and like aliens exist, and we're like, well, yeah, of course they did. Yeah, that's how you know they're just trying to divide us, dude. It's 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 wild, dude. I saw I was watching last weekend. Uh, a history the history channel yeah I, I watched the uh bohemian grove they did like a bohemian grove episode it so was that, that's the uh where all the world leaders go to celebrate their cult right yeah <laughs> and that's, yeah perpetually everybody perpetually people think that uh <laughs> yeah that all all these world leaders get together and uh um, they're like, okay, what's uh, what's our agenda for this year, for the next decade, or whatever. And what what I love about that so much is that representatives from both sides of the political argument, yeah, go to those meetings. That's and they're big, like, oh my man. gosh, one side is better than the other. Like, no, they're not. They're they're the same. Man, they yeah, got they're, us. They're admitting to it. Yeah. This, this was something that they set up decades ago. They're out here trying to play chess, man. They, I, they, I they set us up playing checkers. They out there playing chess. Yeah. Listen, we, the world, we got that in our back pocket. Not even those people who are like, oh, it's all the Soros-backed financiers. No, it's everybody. Yeah. Everybody's got money everywhere. Everyone's just falling in. Yeah. And then when it all boils down at the heart of the world, there is big tobacco right there just looking at us like, hey, everyone, (laughs) we're doing good. (laughs) Just keep it up. Yo, big tobacco. Big tobacco. <laughs> Big tobacco. You got uh, oil companies. Um, 
they made they made like I forget which oil company it was, but they made like two or three billion extra dollars during the pandemic. Uh, lost and, yeah, but like in a a crisis like that, how are you gonna gain money? Like when everybody else is just running on fumes. That, that, that pandemic Damn. life, like the world, like we, we, I don't think the world realizes like the the gravity of saying the world shut down. Like, yeah, everybody was just going full steam ahead with their lives, and then it just stops. Yeah, and you just sit there like, well, well what else am I gonna do? <laughs> yeah, and then that's when the government looks in, and, and all those little oil companies are like, well, actually. I need money now. Yeah. No one's Maybe. driving around in their cars, so give us money because we don't get enough of it. Like, Dude, yeah. Exactly like that. Yeah. That's insane. Hey, you know what's uh you know what's never killed anybody though? What's never killed anybody? Uh uh like speed, like when you're driving in a car. I heard this somewhere. I don't know who said this, but I heard this somewhere. Have you heard it? I'm going to let you cook. Uh, keep it going. <laughs> okay. This is from like some British show that I heard. Okay. And I can't remember who said it. And he's like, uh, yeah, speed has never killed anybody. It's just coming to an abruptly stationary like point that kills <laughs> you. <laughs> like if there wasn't that external force to stop you, you, you would speed would never kill you because it goes just in like one direction i i think i see the merits of what you're saying like, <laughs> i'm sitting there in my head like the cogs are turning like let me think is he wrong on this how is he wrong but then you bring up the point of no it's once you hit the immovable object yeah the stationary thing that's when speed kills you yeah yeah i, I think yeah, that's how that, that. That's how we got all these uh, all these satellites around Earth just orbiting around us. They're just, you know, they're me, just... me being the, the history major that I am and yes. observing all of like human patterns. Yep. It blows me away that from we'll call it like I don't know, hundred AD. Yep. Year one hundred between like that time period to I don't know, let's call it like the 1500s technology did not really advance that much there were the occasional like huge thing you know, like mm -hmm. wow that, that's a pretty cool invention that makes farming go a little easier yep and then from like 1500s um i don't know let's call it the oh it's the 1700s it's like all right yeah things are things are picking up we we get it <laughs> yeah and then yeah. the past 50 years it's just exploded in a way that the world has never been able to predict yeah who yep. like 30 years ago would think that like you could sit down on a computer and talk to someone on the exact other side of the world from you yeah 30 years ago dude it it blows me away damn early 90s 93 it really is true that like we stand on the shoulders of giants. Yeah. 
And then people are going to keep saying that about us and future generations. They'll look back on like us talking right now. Yeah. And like, really? They were doing it like that. We can find a better way to do that. <laughs> Dude, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's crazy, man. It's I can't believe how fast the world moves. It's It blows me away. I love it. Dude. Um, but you know what I think? You know how I think we got here? How'd we get here? Um, uh, the plague. The Black yeah. Plague. Because during the Black Plague, it was like, it had lasted for 500 years. <laughs> like, I didn't realize it lasted that long. And just 500 years of people dying and like, not making any strides towards like, math and like everything about the world yeah and that's what slowed it down dude what what still blows me away and i haven't really thought about this in a while but we still get instances of plague like popping up around the world in like some less developed areas around the world and then even as far as like rural outskirts of big cities california because there's so many people there, like, I think it's like once every two years or so, a case of plague will pop back up, and it's the same plague we saw back during the uh, <laughs> the days the of like, oh, that, was, that was really bad days. No. No, dude. <laughs> dude. I remember that specifically because during COVID, when everyone's like, oh my gosh, this next thing, this coming month will is going to shut the world down. Yeah. And they're like, oh my gosh, bubonic plague is rising back up. There's two cases this year in uh, California. All right, yeah, <laughs> two cases, of course. But also at the same time, oh dear. <laughs> dude. How, how do they keep that under control, though? Because like, what really is like... Is there like a vaccine for that or something? Uh, there's not a vaccine because it's it's like a virus, essentially, oh. and there's no vaccines for... There's no way to kill a virus. You have to train the body to like be ready to attack it and what exactly you need to stop this thing. But otherwise, you can't kill it. But oh. instead of killing it, you can kill the animals that it is inhabiting. So all the fleas and mice that it were originally bonding with, humans eventually figured out, like, we need to stop huddling in huge groups. We need to maybe space out a little bit. But while that was happening, it also killed off too many rats. And then that's what, like, wow, look, we did it. We beat the plague. Yeah. But there's a couple other factors working at play. But, hey, it's, it's all the same, I suppose. That's crazy, man. The world is an astonishing place right now, man. I, 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 love, I love learning about the world. Every chance I get, I, I put on a new podcast for, you know, I want to hear a new person from around the world. I want to hear their spot of their take on like what life and the world looks like right now. Dude, that's what I want to do, man. I, I love that you've started this. You're, you're the perfect guy to get this done. Dude, you have no idea how much that means, man. Like on a real note, dude. Like, because as soon as we graduated, I got right into the workforce, man. Yeah, full, full throttle. You know, I was spinning. I was I was orbiting around the globe, and pull, boom. 
slices earth in half and I come to a halt. <laughs> and, like, and I'm just here like, wow, they really making me set up a retirement account like this? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, they really out here trying to like, do like, you, you, you think you know things about the world and then you get there and you're like, I have no idea what I was talking about back then. Yeah. Oh, man. But anyway, like, the first year was bad because that first year I was there, we started out, it was the first year back in school full time. Yeah. So, like, all five days, eight hours a day. And I did my student teaching where it was hybrid. So, I, I remember chatting you with with you about that. <laughs> yeah. So like I didn't I didn't I got so used to the hybrid that like I I didn't have to go an entire day. And man, it was rough. So that first year was rough for me because all these kids were back. They had to wear masks, and they were just glad to be back with their friends and stuff. But man, like that first year was rough. Uh, I I honestly should have taken a gap year because. Like, it's made me rethink some life choices right now. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, it was it was all good. I like the experience, man. That's awesome. Kids are pretty good. I still want to stay within the district in, like, some other position because there's, like, other positions that you can work. Like, like, like I'll, be a, I'll be a liaison if I get this job that I applied for. Yeah. That's awesome. So, so like I help out, yeah, I'll help out the uh the like Hispanic community and like just informing them of stuff that's going on like within the district within the city of Westfield or uh, like within whatever school their students are at cuz like man, my parents were like just always trying to get other people to make sure they were cut up on on like on, like school schedules and things like that. So it's it's crazy that all the Dr. Bailey classes we took actually like came true. Yeah. Oh yeah, we gotta sit down and lesson plan all this stuff. We gotta we gotta sit there and like look at standards and like, hey, is what I'm teaching actually relevant? Yep. Yeah, and uh some of the stuff is not. It's... I I remember the statistic back in I guess it was our junior year of college. Yeah. Um, we were in the, I think it was teaching middle school mm-hmm. that we were all in. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jake Taylor just texted. One moment, Jake Taylor. Ooh. <laughs> Jake Taylor. <laughs> Jake Taylor. <laughs> we'll deal with him in a moment, but uh. <laughs> yes, yes, we will. I, I just distinctly remember like all of us sitting there. Like, oh yeah, we're we're ready to start teaching. We got this. Yep. And yep. he hits us with a statistic on, hey, we can all be excited about this, but also understand that going into teaching is very much a um you gotta get ready to see the dark side of it. Of all the uh, areas that the US has a um education department, Indiana is the furthest behind in, in in terms of reform. We have not really changed much since the seventies. Dang. And that Dang. that hit me big time. Like, are you serious? We we're that far since, back since the seventies, dude. Oh my god! 
My mom, my mom wasn't even born yet. I, <laughs> I think my parents were in like middle school. Nope, they're in elementary school. That was my mom was real early, young third grade will when a like, full ADHD was kicking in. Like, oh, I, I don't, nothing matters in the world. We can just have fun all the time. I, I remember her like, hey, no, listen, uh, there are some times if you acted up in school, you just get sent to the principal's office. Principal wouldn't really talk to you. It was just like, all right, bend over the table. You're, you're getting swatted. Yeah. That's crazy. And this is how it works. That's insane. Wow, that, besides that, if corporal punishment were taken out, we haven't really changed much. That's crazy. You, you got so much change happening too within like those 50 years. Yeah. And um, you're just not doing anything with it. It's well, just sitting around. What do you do for that time? How do you actively sit there and like, hey, this is, this still works. We're, we're going to be cool. Like, yeah. The world's moved on. The world can see like, no, this doesn't work. Let's let's change things. Yeah. The world's always evolving around us. We we, we got to figure out new ways to work stuff. Yeah. You know, it's crazy to me that we can't just like be harmonious, you know? Yeah. Like we can't just, here's 50, here's 50. Like, let's pour both of these 50s together to make 100%. And uh, I was watching this nature thing the other day, and I'm just like, the earth will, there'll be a period of, a period of time within their lifespans where like, they won't get food for a few months. And they'll just wait it out. They, they're so patient. Yeah, they are able, they are aligned with what the universe and the world can provide for them and that we need to get to that point so we can be harmonious and that depend on all these other external things that don't matter like that was ultimately what was my point that i was trying to get back to i i think that makes sense um i think in terms of like mental health and stuff and things we can look at today Mm-hmm. we can clearly look at like, yes, mental health is a bigger issue today than it was a hundred years ago. Yeah. But if you go back a hundred years ago when life was simpler, they didn't vacations to them were like unheard of. It was like, all right, I'm going to wake up. I'm going to go do my job. And that's just my life. I don't really take any days off. Occasionally I'll get a weekend. Maybe I'll see a friend there. Hopefully I, I don't die of uh, some disease that is coming around. Yeah. And the fact uh, that like humanity changed enough to like, all right, we don't have to worry about disease nearly as much. All right. You don't have to go do the same factory job every day. You don't have to work on a farm. Instead, there's wide variety. Yeah. Then that's when other issues start popping up, and humanity will always find new ways to create challenges for us. To like, hey, can you can you overcome this? Can you get stronger? How how are you going to work this? Yep, yep. It's. Uh... I think the human condition being able to survive as long as we have, and like every new challenge that faces us, we got this. We can do it. Yeah. And I think quite the remarkable exchange. Yeah. 
It goes uh it's go this goes back to the old adage, man. You get what you give. You do get you get what you get. You get the, it is what it is, and you get what it, you get. It is what it is, you get what you get, man. <laughs> Dang. What what a wild time to be alive, dude. Have you heard of a have you heard of the fourth turning? Fourth turning, um, I'm sure I probably have at some point, but at the moment it's not ringing any bells. Um, so I, I haven't read it, but I, I've read like reviews about it. Um, and it's a book of how the world is like split into like four different parts or like four different seculums, I guess. Okay. And so, um, like the first, and it's split up into 20 year blocks and it lasts around, uh, lifespan of a human. Yeah. And so like the first 20 years are, um, are like hardships and like the, um, like the what's it Which called the, the base of the house part. yeah what's it what's it called uh, the the found the foundation that's like the foundation to create okay. success so the first 20 years is uh kind of try to make things easier second you know things will be easier the third you know you you don't really have to worry about a lot of things you're pretty well off and the fourth is just like they, by the fourth um, you you get so used to like an easy life that when you hit adversity, it's just utter chaos. That that makes sense. So I'll, I'll read you the description here. I have it pulled up. Yeah, I haven't read that book, but that you know me, me being the glorious history major that I am, I'm the, I'm yes. the fun fact guy, and like, oh yeah, that makes sense. I I, I get that. Yes, yes, yes. But there is merit to that. And like, yeah, I, every um, every generation, things life will just evolve into a brand new. Like, you look at it now, and you're like, "What what's going on there?" Yeah, yeah. Okay. And you can track that like perfectly throughout like different generations in history, and like when different people are yes. in charge of something, you're like, "Oh, well, things are really different now." Yes. Yes. Okay, here here's the uh here's the description. Right. William Strauss and Neil Howe will change the way you see the world and your place in it. With blazing originality, the fourth turning eliminates the past, explains the present, and reimagines the future. Most remarkably it offers an utterly persuasive prophecy about how America's past will predict what comes next. Strauss and Howe based this vision on a provocative theory of American history. The authors look back 500 years and uncover a distinct pattern. Modern history moves in cycles, each one lasting about the length of a long human life, each composed of four 20-year eras or turnings uh, that comprise history's seasonal rhythm of growth, maturation, entropy, and rebirth, illustrating the cycle through a brilliant analysis of the post-World War II period, the fourth turning offers bold predictions about how all of us can prepare individually and collectively for this rendezvous with destiny. 
quite the de- the explanation of it. That's yeah. that gets me inspired. Like oh, I might want to read that now. That phrasing enough is pretty good. Yeah. So like, it's a while to look at history at this point in time because whatever the next turning is going to be is going to be either really good or really bad. Like, it's typically um, going to end up on that bad spectrum. <laughs> yeah. More often than not, when we people are given the choice, I'm like, do you want to work hard or do you want to not work hard and live easy? People yeah. with the easy life. Like, yeah, that's pretty good. I'll take that. Yeah. Without realizing oh, the, the hard work actually keeps the easy life around. Yeah. Crazy world, man. Crazy world. And it just keeps happening too. Yeah. I don't I don't <laughs> I don't know why we don't it's a repeating do cycle on we keep looking at it like, why well, yes, by the third or fourth generation, things are blowing up. So we but it's okay because things are easier, so we don't have to work as hard. Like, oh that, that's that's when you work harder. Yeah. You see you see work that's been done, find new things to get done. Find yep. new challenges to go co- accomplish and yeah. make your life even easier for the next group. Yeah, that's so crazy, dude. I think that's where the concept of infinity comes from. Because we're like, we'll, we'll never know if the world is always on this side, what's going to happen. If the world yeah. is tilted up this other way, what's going to happen? <laughs> you can't have it go either ways. Because you can't have it be like the best forever, and you can't have it be the worst forever. So you gotta like come down and even it out, and it's gonna stay there. It's all about equilibrium. Have you have you seen the movie? Um, uh, Thank you for smoking. No, I haven't. Is it on Netflix? Wait one sec. There we go. Ah, I, there's a perfect little point that like everything you're saying just encapsulates perfectly. Really? Um, so thank you for smoking. We, I I know this because we, uh, my birthday was two weeks ago and everyone I'm living with right now at Eagle Bluff, they're like, Hey, you want to watch a movie or something? So I I said, Hey, let's, let's watch this. I think it's, it's pretty funny enough where everyone will find something in this movie. Uh, Thank You for Smoking is about how it's a movie with Aaron Eckert. Uh, It's a star-studded cast, really. Any any listener out there who's listening right now, I'd highly recommend it because this movie, it's really well written. Um, It's about how Big Tobacco gets away with what they do and how they like back people into corners and uh, making the world look black and white. But yeah, and hold just on. giving you like, a, well, here's one option or the you other. You cut out there for a second. I'm going to go with the other, right now, so and here's why I'm going hear to what you said. Um, They do, they show up at Sam Elliott's house because he's like the, oh, shit. Hey, Will. Oh, where'd he go? 